lane. We keep the code. Gated community. Who got the code? Niggas was pumping this gas for the road. Now niggas is smoking this gas on the road. I said from the jump, I'm the nigga to blow. I said it once, I won't say it no more. Told me be quiet. She told me relax. She want my promises. She want me back. This could be special. This could be different. But I like my space. You hate the distance. I'm on my way to this money. We get it. I hope the things that I did were forgiven. I got a baby face. I don't want Yo, welcome back to the Christian Deleon podcast, man. It's been a little minute. Been about a month, huh? Y'all miss me? Y'all ain't fucking miss me. I ain't get a DM from nobody. Nobody checked on me. You know what I'm saying? I could have been gone. You know what I'm saying? Y'all ain't, y'all ain't, y'all ain't hit me up. And that shit fucked up. I thought we was family in here. Ain't none of y'all check on me. Make sure I was alright. No, no cap. I was a little sick. So, you know, but you know, we back. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't sick the whole time, but I was taking a little break, and then I got sick when I was ready to come back, and then, yeah, a lot of shit was happening. But look, man, episode twelve, Christian Deleon podcast. A lot has happened. College football over with. Texas lost. I lost my voice that week. That night. I lost my voice. Um, what else? Raising Canaan has advanced. NFL has advanced. We're going to talk about that. I mean, the Super Bowl time already. So, yeah. But follow me. If you're listening to this and you don't follow me, follow me. Because I've been active on social. Um, C. Lou XM. TikTok. Twitter. Instagram. You can find me on YouTube, Christian Delvion on YouTube. And of course, I got music out. I dropped a song called Closure before I took a little hiatus from the podcast. So if you, you haven't checked out Closure, it's out on all DSPs, Apple Music, Tidal, Spotify, all that. Um, what else? I, I'm dropping a song called Prince. Was today? Today's Wednesday, so... Maybe by the time you're listening to this, you might be listening to this Thursday or Friday, but it'll be out Friday. What, what day is Friday? The second. So Prince will be on all DSPs on Friday. You can buy Prince on Bandcamp. Listen to it for free a few times, but you could purchase from Band, from Bandcamp. Always, I'm always doing my releases on Bandcamp exclusively week before it drops on the DSPs. So you can always expect if you want to get the music earlier get it on Bandcamp. You know what I'm saying? So Prince is out on Bandcamp. Will be out by the time you listen into this unless I edit very quickly. Um and closures out. So four songs out. Already four songs in. Twelve episodes of the podcast. A lot of the pieces coming together right now. I'm I'm starting Spotify playlist too and I'll probably do them on Apple Music as well. Cause I got both so putting together some playlists i think i'm gonna I'm a, i think i'm gonna uh, drop another one this week i don't know which genre but i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna get on the playlist game so i could give y'all some playlists so y'all could um hear my music taste you know you feel me you got me yes sir yes sir and we about to get back to the weekly drops of this podcast so shout out to everybody that's been listening 
who was listening last year's 2024 first podcast episode of the year february about to be here the greatest month all the goats is born in february shout out to you if you born in february you know what i'm saying yeah 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 man let's get into it i ain't gonna take all day you know how i'm getting down i ain't gonna take all day we gonna get into music news man i mean a lot has happened and you know i was about to recap last time but it's like i got so much to recap i will have so much to recap it's too much so we just gonna get right into it like y'all done already heard an episode last week you know what i'm saying so Jess Hilarious is a new co-host on Breakfast Club. They announced that the other day. While I've been gone, you know, she been one of those people that's been in a revolving chair up there. But she's like the one that probably everybody can tell was really vibing. And it almost seemed like she was already part of the cast before they even made it official. So... It's no surprise that she got the job, but it seemed like she got the job and then the contract she read she didn't like and then they redid the contract and then like she kind of like threw some shade at Charlemagne and Envy for how they treated SZA or whatever. Um, and then uh, Cam Newton came up on a br- uh, brilliant um, The Breakfast Club and um, kind of asked him about Jess Hilarious and he said no comment. Joe Budden was flirting with if he don't sign her. Joe Budden said he'll sign her to the Joe Budden Network, like, which would have been interesting. They need Mel needs some help on a Joe Budden podcast. She need it. They need to add a woman on that show. It's they just need to add a woman. Um, and whenever there is another woman and Mel's there, like it just works out. It feels a little bit better. Anywho, that would be nice, truly. Just hilarious on the Breakfast Clubs. That's gonna be lit. Her interviewing artists, like with them, she adds something to them that's different than Ye. She funny, like she funny. You know, she from Baltimore, so you know a lot of people like niggas from Baltimore. They hard, you know, they cool. I fuck with it. Man, Nicki dropped that trash ass diss on the Meg. Meg dropped his. It was cool. It was some lines in there, but I don't really like. I don't like that type of beat for my. For a diss track And I don't really like The beat Nikki pick first Either And what she did on there You know It was like one line on there And it's cool But Supposedly she got Five in a stash So And it seems like Meg is moving calculated Because she's in album mode So like The first single Cobra This song's called His You know She's really a brand Like they think calculated creative that's how she she brands with direction so um she ain't commented on what nikki has said she ain't commented on the diss track nothing she's just moving i would love for her to just drop something and actually rap like rap rap because they both could rap like meg can rap nikki could rap and it's it ain't gonna it's closer than I think Meg could really give her a run for her money. It's just that Meg don't rap like that no more. Like, and maybe she never has, but I, I know I've watched freestyles of her getting to it for real. Like, if she want to, like, she could get to it. And we already know how Nikki get get down when she, you know, getting that bag. But 
man, woman beef is so frustrating because we just come on, niggas would have got to it already. Drake and Pusher, they got to it. Like it was, you know what I mean? Like, come on, hurry up, y'all. Man, DJ Khaled and Travis Scott working in the studio. I guess for DJ Khaled's album, I don't think we've heard Travis on a Khaled, so that's different. And I guess that that gives me something that I've been asking from Khaled. Like, you know, I really want Khaled to work with different artists. He'd be working with the, the, the albums be sounding the same damn near because it'd be the same. You know what I mean? It'd be nice if some unknown artist, you know, he'd pick some unknown artist and make, and make a hit with an unknown artist. You know, I don't know. Me? I don't know. I'm just saying, you know, follow me. I followed you. We could be the best still. We could we could still be the best, you feel me? Um, but of course, Khaled, he gonna drop like he always do. More music news. Jizz says he hates lyrical rap, even though he makes it. I could feel that. Lyrical lyrical rap is more like respect. You might listen to somebody go crazy, and you be like, yeah, he could rap. Maybe never listen to the song again. You got to have charisma when you rap and in the verse in in the production for somebody to listen to you rap rap and like want to know what you said and want to know your words and want to repeat them and want to listen to it over again but a lot of lyrical rappers they just be spitting and you listen you like yeah what he's doing is impressive but i i don't care to listen to this again it's not trash but it's not you know the songs that are catchy, you want to listen to them again. You know, you want to ride to them. You like the beat. You know what I'm saying? So, I can understand what Jid be saying. But, I like his music. He makes good lyrical music. So, interesting topic, man. That's that's the music news for the day, man. That's the music news. Alright, spoiler alert. I'm about to recap Raising Canaan. So if you ain't watched, what's the last episode? I forget. I forget what episode it was. I forget what number it was. Six or seven or something like that. Um, if you ain't watched it, if you ain't watched the latest episode, and this might come out on Friday, so another episode might be out. You know what I'm saying? Just make sure you caught all the way up before you listen to this part. All right. If you if you listening to it on Friday, the episode that came out today, we ain't talking about that. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about last week's episode and everything else leading up to the last time I talked to y'all, which was before Christmas. So that's about four or three episodes. A lot done happened. A lot done happened, bro. First of all, Ronnie done killed Unique. Now, let me tell you, the internet, hell, you got to watch the show. This is why I say spoiler alerts. And, you know, I drop at the end of the week. So hopefully you hearing this in a new episode coming. So by the time you listen to this episode, you know, I'm not ruining it for you. But by Sunday, and this is not BMF because BMF, they'll spoil and it's BMF. I, I feel like power is real is bad because we know what the fuck happened in BMF. But power be bad. You, by Saturday, you know what happened. Game of Thrones be bad. The same night, you know what the fuck happened. This show ain't that bad. But on Facebook, like, the algorithm be 
Like I don't even know. It's a, it's a uh, raising Canaan page or it's like a power page that I don't even follow. It just be on my timeline because you know how the algorithms be working. Um, it be showing me pictures of shit and I, basically I knew something happened in Unique. Yeah, somebody had said R.I.P. Unique before I watched the show, and I'm like, man, what the fuck? Ain't no way. You know what I'm saying? They didn't even say R.I.P. Neek. They was like, they was like, damn. Damn, Neek, you was a real one Or some shit like that And I'm like, man, I know they not saying what I think It's like somebody read that I know, I was just talking to bro the other day What you mean? Nah, bro just texted me the other day What you mean? That how it was When Unique died And I knew it before I watched it So I'm watching it, knowing how it's going And you know, when you fighting somebody like that nigga, Ronnie You don't turn around you just don't you back out you you back away you keep your eye on the nigga and, you know kill his brother fool and you kind of could see that it was happening again i'm watching it without the surprise so like it, it definitely didn't occur to me that unique was gonna die this fast so i don't even and but because i knew what was gonna happen like i didn't feel it like you know what i mean it sucks when you know but um Damn, Ronnie. That's all I could say, bro. Somebody got to get him. I don't want him next season. He got to. He got to go. Rock got to. He. She got to go, and we gonna talk about her at the end. So Kane and not cool with famous that much. They going in opposite directions. You know, fame not really fucking with the street shit after he killed bro, and he and that really got him in the music, and he being real vulnerable in the motherfucking song. He telling everything, and Lou fucking with it. And that got Lou fucked up. Lou done told uh, Spank. Spank's mama, he knew what happened. The previous episode to the last one had to kill her because she went to 12. Told Howard. You know what I'm saying? FBI been pressing. Howard Jukebox still in a group. They group leader, she kind of, she, she kind, she kind of crazy. She real hard on them. She, she giving me um Joe Jackson vibes, like Michael Jackson, Daddy and them. That how she acting. She hard on a ass. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, Juke got the eyes for Aisha. Uh, Cannon kind of swooped in, but they had the little movie theater date. He tried to get her with the movie theater date, you know, trick or whatever. She wasn't gone, so he told her she had to walk. Like damn, that fucked up. Whatever That should be funny like, I ain't never had no date Where somebody asked me To take their ass home mm. <laughs> That's a hilarious Nigga said bye Go ahead And then You already knew What shorty was gonna do You already know What shorty gonna do Went for Kanan To make her feel bad Shit crazy And you knew What he was gonna do You know what niggas gonna do We ain't You know you, <laughs> We weak So Shit Yeah yeah, yeah, but jukebox and girl, that's gonna be cool. Somebody said some somewhere talking about um. They wonder if jukebox ran into Tasha, because Tasha could sing, and they said something about uh. They said Tariq had asked, Tariq asked Kanan and Power, of course, who could sing better between Tasha and jukebox, and I forget what the answer was. But Like of course everybody wants to see The bridge between This show and 
power and it's and it's like it's far removed because not far removed not too far removed but Kanan is still a teenager and uh, I'm pretty sure Tommy and Ghost are like five years um younger than him so right now even though niggas do get in the streets young but right now they probably like 12 11 you know what I'm saying um so yeah they they alive he just might not know them yet hell it'd be crazy you see one of they ass hopping on one of those bikes and that's the thing about Kanan he running that courier business um and that's how Ronnie you know Ronnie uh after he gets rid of his brother he gets Kanan to push the hair on with through the through the um courier, courier business or whatever courier system because he was already pushing the weed whatever and What's they what's them people called them niggas name snaps and whatever whatever the two ogs that's investing where ronnie is got canaan got canaan in in it deep now and of course of course unique dies now rock back in the game and basically canaan is her competition and and a lot of small shit happened like she set him up with the gun that led to him having them having to be on uh what is it called what is it called exactly i forget i forget the lady she keep coming around um making sure Kanan is behaving himself or whatever um and of course at the end of this episode ronnie 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 funny as hell because he always you want me to you want me to talk to them and he go over there talk to her came back she ain't gonna bother you no more man what you said to her ronnie what you said to her man marvin marvin's friend we knew something was weird going on there because he was just asking too many questions right the show's written well though because it missed me it's a small detail but it missed me that he could be tied to the fbi but I haven't rewatched any episodes, but I know that whenever I thought about the FBI, I damn near didn't think about what's his name, Gerald, which means I know they spaced those scenes. Whenever you seen the FBI, you probably didn't see Gerald for a long time, if that makes sense. Like, you know what I mean? So it's just like it's obvious, but the way they set shit up, they able to hide shit like that. That's kind of obvious. Cause he was asking questions and you always wonder i always wonder like why is he asking all these goddamn questions just for the story it's really suspect but and we knew the fbi knew information and it should have been a key and that's why i'm saying it was obvious because once the fbi asked howard about marvin that should have been the key you know what i'm saying they be le leaving little you know breadcrumbs you got to pick up on you know i like to anyway um and that one missed me for sure. Yeah, man, I think I pretty much caught everything up. The episode ends with Rock killing Juliana. Had to do that. She had to go. Kill my nigga Neek, basically. Basically is what you did. And you fucking his brother. In in Neek's baby mama crib. Had to go. She had to go. Man, next week, I'm going to be back with another 
Raising Canaan recap. We almost done with the season and BMF starts March 1st. So I'll do that show too. For sure. I am about to finish the show with the sports talk. Let's get into the NFL, right? Where we at? AFC, NFC Championship. I'm about to recap. But first, let me talk about the playoffs since I ain't talked to y'all in, in a minute. I'm pretty sure on this show, I said going into the playoffs, I was, I was thinking the Ravens and the 49ers was going to get to the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? Um... The Niners, to me, were clearly the best team in, in the NFC. Um, with the Eagles falling, like, I mean, falling, right? I thought Dallas would be second best, but still fail because they usually do. I figured they would, but I, both teams, I didn't expect them to lose in the first round. I, that That's something I did not predict. I figured Dallas would lose in the playoffs. But I, it wouldn't surprise me if they would have made it to the conference championship um, and lost to the 49ers. The Eagles, I figured they'd at least get a win. And and if they and if the 49ers didn't get there, that they would get there. Um, but after they lost, I was like, okay, the Lions got a shot, but i i can't take i can't take inexperience it's hard for me to pick an inexperienced team over an experienced team i just can't jared goff is experienced but dan campbell's a new coach most of their skilled players young players on the lines and then detroit ain't been in a meaningful game since since you know since racism since jim crow you know what I'm saying? Dead ass. That's how long they've been in since they've been in the playoffs, right? Pretty sure. It's crazy. So it was special to see them win, right? And and get to that conference championship. Now on the AFC side, the Ravens were the best team in the AFC. Um the Bills coming into the playoffs, they were hot, but I don't trust Josh Allen in the playoffs yet. But I feel like this was a very good playoffs for him. And even against the Chiefs was very good. Going into the playoffs, again, I had the Ravens getting into the Super Bowl. But and and my second favorite would have been the Chiefs. But I really felt like Ravens was gonna do it going into the playoffs. And then I'm watching a game against the Texans and I watch I watch I figured the Chiefs would handle the Dolphins the Chiefs defense was good I, I knew how good their defense was and I figured Pat Mahomes would figure it out and and find success in the playoffs so I expected them I expected them to beat the Dolphins when I watched them beat the Bills I kind of felt very confident about their offense. And I knew their defense could stop a running quarterback late. When I watched the Ravens play the Texans, that first half was telling for me because I knew the Chiefs defense was better than the Texans. 
right? And if the Chiefs' defense is better than the Texans and the Ravens and Lamar Jackson in the first half had issues scoring on them, then I figured that it was going to be a test at least for them to beat the Chiefs. And if it's a, if it's damn near even for me, I'm going to pick the better quarterback that's been there before. So going into the game, I switched. You know, what I mean, it would have been nice to be to have that analysis in real time. But, you know, I made the picks. I was making picks on my social media. Again, if you listen to this, you follow me. You already see my picks. But if you if you don't follow me and you listen to this. You know, I ain't playing. And, you know, I had some conversations with people about it, too, you know, online, of course, in real time. I remember. So, like, picking these teams, I picked the Chiefs to win. Um, and I picked the 49ers to win. Um, and it's real funny, like, 49ers losing by 17 and people being in your comments talking about, look, what's going on? Look, what's going on? Talking crazy shit, right? And then, you know, time goes on in the. 49ers end up beating them and it's like they get real quiet it's real funny but let me break down the games real quickly before I get out of here Chiefs versus Baltimore I expected more points I thought the game was going to be similar to the Chiefs versus the Bills you know what I mean I expected Lamar to he didn't play horrible he didn't play as bad as people made it, but he didn't play um, mistake-free. The fumble really wasn't his fault. That interception, he shouldn't—he just shouldn't have thrown it. Could have been, could it have been a pass interference? Yes. Did he have to throw it the way he threw it? No. A lot of the quarterbacks, when they do think it's going to be pass interference, they still. Throw the ball in a way that nobody can get it. So I blame him for that interception because it was triple coverage. Coverage. You thought it was pass interference. Make sure nobody could get the ball just in case it's not. It wasn't. They didn't throw the flag. Guess what? It's interception. You know what I'm saying? Um, they didn't run the ball. The Ravens didn't run the ball. It didn't make sense. He wasn't running the ball. It didn't make sense. It was plenty of times he could have just took off. It's plenty of times he could have just ran. He didn't run. What was going to be very interesting in seeing is how well the Chiefs could move the ball against them. Those first two drives, they, they controlled the tempo of the game. They drove down the field. They took time off the clock. I was like, oh, this might be a shootout. I think the Ravens scored the first drive. The Ravens scored their first. They had to score the first drive because they didn't go down to two touchdowns. So I was like, okay, this is going to go back and forth. Chiefs scored again, and then the Ravens slowed. And I was like, okay. And then the throws was a little iffy. They weren't running the ball. And I'm like, what's going on? Why aren't they running it? And once the Chiefs went up two possessions, I was like, oh, it's over with. Pat Mahomes, Pat Mahomes wins games. When he's losing by two or three possessions at halftime, you give him a lead in the AFC championship. He ain't losing. I knew the game was over at halftime. We did an out the box 
podcast should be out one of these days at halftime. And I'm like, ain't no way they losing. Ain't no way they losing. Not with the way the defense is playing. Now they can't now they can't run the ball. Now they can't run the ball. Go up two possessions and the Chiefs get the ball at half. No way they losing. And now the Ravens, they really pressured to throw it. And that's what happened. They threw it. They threw it. They threw it. The Chiefs managed the game. They scored what a field goal. It was a good game. 49ers though. Brock Purdy. First half. Struggle. That defense. 49ers defense. Struggle. Lions ran the ball well. Jared Goff managed the first half well. They go up. You think it's Lions in the Super Bowl. Would have been crazy to see Eminem versus Taylor Swift in the Super Bowl. Wouldn't that have been crazy? Almost. Almost. Once they scored a touchdown and they stopped the Lions again, I figured the 49ers was going to win the game. Brock Purdy has this clutchness to him, this poise about him, and his playmaking ability. He's not a game manager because he can make plays. You know what I'm saying? He does need some weapons with him. He does. He might not be somebody like Pat Mahomes, who, who still he has Kelsey, but I don't know. Brock Purdy is better than we think he is. He ain't as good as everybody's saying he is, but he's better than we think he is, the people who think he ain't that good. I'm not saying I'm somebody who didn't think he was good, but I think right where I think he is is where he really is. He's a he's a top seven quarterback. That's what I think. And you can win with that, especially with that roster and that head coach. That was a great game. That was a great comeback. That that felt that felt good. You know what I mean? Um that was I mean comeback and to see him celebrate that win, that that felt good, man. Look. Next week, episode 13. We're going to continue this, probably give you probably give you a Super Bowl preview and um more music stuff. More stuff I'm working on. Trying to kick the year off right. This is a good month. You know what I mean? This is a good month. Hope y'all having a good month. Start to y'all year. Um, 2024 is Kobe year. Gotta go crazy. NBA. Soon as soon as football over, we all NBA and college basketball, man. I'm probably gonna I'm trying to get in some baseball too. Baseball talk. But and then we're gonna talk movies, we're gonna talk TV and all that, whatever else y'all wanna talk about. You know what I'm saying? Hey man, again, shout out to everybody that buys my songs on Bandcamp. For real, like, you know. Since I've been doing the exclusive drops, my streams been not as high. They they take time and I be getting streams from different ways. But like my organic, when I push the songs organically before I do any um getting them on playlists and stuff like that, like because the streams, some of the streams go to the band camp and then I'm pushing the band camp and the DSPs. Like it's not like it's different when you sending people to more than one place. But to make money, because I, you know, my first song, Facts, I didn't sell it on Bandcamp. 
that got the most streams it still does it's doing pretty good um but it has the most streams out of all the four songs that i done dropped let's call it three the more streams it has the most streams right i made more money from i think score was the first one i started to sell i put everything else up there but score was like the first song i started selling which was my second song i dropped score made the first made the most money within the first week for me selling it i don't i, I maybe no, facts I, I don't got sales from facts but yeah just to let y'all know like shout out to everybody that buy music in today's age like we really appreciate it it is not cheap to record to to buy the beat to buy the cover to invest in mixing and mastering to place it in these stores you know the amount of money we get per stream ain't worth you know it ain't worth what the art is so shout out to y'all that done fucked with it nigga you know and we gonna have album album coming in summer and you know i ain't gonna talk too much about it because but just know that it ain't gonna be just singles this summer album on the way album already album already written i probably got to record maybe one song and we about to get it mixed we about to start working on the mixing and mastering that but yeah you about to get maybe two or three more singles and then we about to start rolling out the album i don't want y'all to think we just about to be singles over here we leading to somewhere right now i ain't man so i appreciate y'all listening man christian Delvion podcast check y'all next week